Hey, this is Sharon Srivatsa and welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to explain to you the concept of the first step to greatness. In fact, this entire idea was inspired by my daughter, little daughter, Lara, who's six years old. I've taken this concept and taught it to the CEOs that I mentor, the entrepreneurs in our mastermind group, and the founders that we invest in. In fact, I recently taught this idea to a CEO of a multi-billion dollar publicly traded company, and we broke it down into three big insights. He said to me after we were done that it changes life so much that I should record a podcast on it. So I'm taking his advice and I'm going to teach you the three insights on how you can get the first step to greatness. And it all starts right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this. Where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to. How to grow your business. How to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. This is probably one of the most important episodes I can record for you and I can record for myself. And so not only is this going to be short and insightful and uh, exciting, but I also hope it's impactful to you. I'm recording this for you because I was going through my phone and in my memories uh, recently, a video popped up and the video was about my little daughter, Lara, who is six years old right now. And it popped up where it was Lara taking her first steps. Right. And I have this video in this janky position. I'm sitting on the ground. Lara's bouncing around. You can hear uh, my wife and I screaming in the background. She's hobbling with her step. She's smiling. We're, we're cheering her on. She takes her first step. We're cheering her on some more. She takes her next, next step. And then she stumbles on one or two and then she crashes into my arms. And as I watched that, as I watched that, several things came to mind for me, which really inspired me to pull out my phone and take a couple of notes to record this very episode for you. In fact, I'm recording this for myself as a understanding of how important this concept is. And it is the more first steps you take, the more giant leaps you will make. The more first steps you take, the more giant leaps you will make. Uh, if you've never heard this quote, I, I, I just wrote it down. I'm assuming I made it up, but it encapsulates this idea very well. And as I was writing this, it reminded me of this one story, and it's called uh, 50 Pounds of Clay. I read the story about a ceramics teacher on the first day of class, opening day uh, of class, where he announces to the class that he's going to split the class into two groups. And the one group was going to be graded solely on the quantity of their work. And the other group was going to be graded solely on the quality of their work. So you may say, well, how how do you judge this, right? Well, his um, procedure was really simple. He said on the final day of class, he would bring the bathroom scales and weigh the work of the quantity group, right? The quantity group. And if there were 50 pounds of uh, pots, he would they would get an A. If there were 40 pounds of pots, they would get a B and so on. But however... Those being graded on quality just needed to produce one pot, just one pot, but the perfect pot to get an A. 
So you had two groups. Group number one was all about quantity and how they would be graded was based on weight. And at the end of the, on the last day of class, they would get weighed on all their work. 50 pounds or more would get an A, 40 pounds or more would get a B, and so on. Group B, that was actually uh, graded on quality. They didn't, they had no requirements for the amount of work they produced. They just had to produce the perfect pot. Well, here's the interesting part, and I want you to keep this Lara story in mind. When it came grading time, a very curious fact emerged. A very curious thing actually came to the surface. The works of the highest quality, meaning the, the, the highest quality perfect pots, were all, not one, not many, were all produced by the groups being graded for quantity. I'll say it again. The works of perfect quality were all produced by the group that was graded for quantity. Think about it. The quantity group was busy just churning out piles of work, reps, piles of work, reps, reps, and reps, and learning from their mistakes and learning from their mistakes and more reps where they figured out how to do things better and better and better. While the quality group just sat there theorizing about perfection, sat there thinking what other people would think about their pot, sat there thinking what would make their pot perfect, sat there and you know designed the perfect pot, sat there saying, you know what, I'm just gonna wait till I craft this, sat there scrapping their old work, never, never publishing it, never pushing it out and went back to the drawing board every single time. They sat there obsessing trying to create that perfect pot. And in the end, had almost nothing, if not very little, to show for their efforts than their, than their real grand theories and a pile of just broken clay. The 50 pounds of clay story is a really powerful one, and I love to think about it all the time. It tells us that the power of reps, and the power of reps literally is this, right? The more first steps you take, the more giant leaps you will make. The more first steps you take, the more giant leaps you will make. And we, there, there are stories about imperfect action. There are stories about, uh, you know, it only takes a minute to do something great. But I want to I wanna share this, this super, super powerful thing with you, which is when I t- was telling you about Lara's story, I didn't, I, I, I didn't say, hey, I have this video of Lara and she took her first steps. That's not what I said. What I said was she didn't take, she took her first step, but I talked about how we were there cheering her on, right? I told you that you could hear the voice of encouragement in the background. You could see the wobbly first step and the wobbly second step. You could also then see the crash landing into my lap. What is that? In essence, that is the support system, right? That is the support system. It's very hard to take the first step without a support system. It's very hard to take the first step without a support system. When we want to do something brave, we struggle to do it in isolation. That's why we think about perfection. It's okay for us to do something brave when it's perfect. I'll say it again. It's okay for us to do something great when it's perfect. Because you know that when you come out of that isolation, your perfection will be rewarded. So we sit there, we obsess, we create, we tweak, we theorize, because we are by ourselves in isolation and we need perfection. But sometimes you don't, you don't need that. If you can install your support system, if you can do things with a with a group, with a coach, with a mentor, with a mastermind group, with friends, whoever it may be, you don't need to create perfect out of the gate. It's very hard to take the first step without a support system. So let me give you my key learning here. The key learning is you need to put your environment in place 
before your first step. The key learning is you need to put your environment in place before your first step. A lot of us think that, oh, I'm going to start this thing. I'm going to do a little bit of work. And then when I get stuck, I'll go buy that course or then I'll read that extra book or I'll hire the coach or I'll join that program or get a mastermind group or get that consulting thing. We do things backwards. A lot of times I tell my son, Neil, and my daughter, Lara, that everything that we do, we should just treat it like we are skydiving. Think about it for a second. Everything, if you treat it, if you and I treated everything that we did like skydiving, we would do amazing. Meaning, you and I would not go skydiving with, you and I would not go try skydiving, right? We would put a support system in place first. We would get a coach first. And then the coach would tell us what to try. The coach would tell us how to train. The coach would tell us what to learn, right? And then it gets us along the acceleration curve faster. A lot of times, the reason we actually kid ourselves is because uh, most things are not life and death decisions. So we think that they can take time. You think that you delay the urgency because you can figure it out on your own. Our own ability, capability, and the... uh, Uh, and our expertise to do things over time fools us from being able to do better, do great things. If you treated everything like you were going to skydive, you just hire a coach first, right? It makes it so much easier, which is why the key learning is that you need to put your environment in place before your first step. The more first steps you take, the more giant leaps you will make. And the key learning is that you need to put your environment in place before your first step, not after. As I think through this, I've been really, uh, that that video when I watched Lara take her first steps uh, with all of us around her, I saw her hobble. I think, I don't think she would have taken her first steps without us being there. And the funny part is, I also don't know if she would have taken her first steps because I would not have been there to see it. So it would not have been her first steps. It's like when a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, do you, does it make a sound? I don't know because no one was there to hear it, right? But more importantly, let me recap the, the, the three big lessons for you. Lesson number one, the more first steps you take, the more giant leaps you will make. Lesson number two, 50 pounds of clay. The perfection and the quality of work actually comes out of the quantity of work. Reps are really important. Reps are really, really important. Just think about that ceramics teacher. And most importantly, the key learning is that you need to put your environment or your support system in place before you take your first step, not after. So no matter what place you're in, no matter what you want to accomplish, remember those three things. Number one, the more first steps you take, the more giant leaps you will make. Number two, 50 pounds of clay. Your quality of work is directly related to your reps, your quantity of work that you put in. And number three, the key learning is for you to put your great environment and support system in place before your first step, not after. It's still not too late. Put your support system in place before, not after. Remember, however you slice it, greatness is a choice. And I hope that uh, this year, this month, this quarter, this day for you is filled with a lot of first steps. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed, 
that you can listen to on the go just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's businessschoolshow.com. Dot com.